Happy New Year. It's 2024 and we are kicking off by finally releasing this new podcast. I'm a few months delayed. Um, I've had some technical issues to sort through and then the holidays, we just took it slow with family. Took time to unwind, disconnect, and truly enjoy that family time. But without further ado, welcome to the Project Execution Blueprint. I'm Andrea Vanni, your host and founder of The Moray Group. This podcast will give you a mix of business, project management, industry-specific content, and a little dash of lifestyle fun. Since this is our first episode, let's officially say welcome and thank you. We're going to set forth a few items and groundwork to you know, show you what to expect with this podcast. You know, while I'm aiming for 10 to 15 minute um, minimum, 25 minute max, making sure that these are bite-sized chunks and something that's not a burden to listen to on your drive to work or as you get ready in the morning. So it's a little more than a podcast. We are doing YouTube. So if you're only listening, feel free to check us out on YouTube. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and LinkedIn. All of these podcasts are going to follow a few set structures. Uh, Most episodes are going to follow one of three, either myself as a solo co-host, someone from my team, or guest interviews. The solo episodes are going to be a few small items before we get into the primary topics, any updates, you know, recent news, something across my company, maybe one of my clients, or something in the news from an industry-wide perspective. Then I'm going to pick a core topic. And oftentimes this business topic is something that is front and center in what we're doing every day, something we've seen with our clients, something bright and in your face in the news, (laughs) or it's something that's requested by you, our listeners. So we'll wrap each episode with upcoming announcements, news, and newly published downloads. Um, Downloads are always going to be on my website. I will provide links across uh, social platforms. Sometimes we're going to do white papers. And from there, we even may have templates that you can use for your projects. But on the download note, if you want to make sure that these downloads come direct to your inbox, be sure to subscribe. So when you go to my website, themoreag.com, T-H-E-M-O-I-R-E-G.com, you can subscribe there and we'll send these to you as soon as they're available. The second type of episode we're going to do is going to be co-host and follow roughly the same structure. But I'm going to ask somebody from my team to join for a deep dive into a topic, especially if they're the expert. And what I love about the co-host episodes is you're going to get to see more of the team than just me. So understand how they work, what makes them tick, and maybe some projects that they're working on. So our last format is going to be for guest format. And guest episodes could be me, a co-host, but we're going to follow some basic updates, upcoming news, and then jump into a core topic as an interview style. And I ask each of my guests to share their story, accomplishments, highlights of the career. Um, That could be a highlight from last year from 10 years ago or something they accomplished yesterday, right? We're going to pick their brain about their expertise and better understand the impact that their work has on their projects, their industry, and potentially each of our lives. One of the wonderful things I love about the work that I've done within the pharmaceuticals is that we know that this has an impact on everything that we do and live and how we're going to progress, especially after seeing how COVID has derailed so much of our lives. So I've been working to create and curate this guest list of movers and shakers across multiple industries, including the pharmaceuticals, life sciences, technology, and some lifestyle guests. So one last thing that really doesn't fit into any one structure, um, I do love to hear about lifestyle. Whether I'm sharing something personal about my life, I'm asking my co-host or guest to take a moment and reflect on their personal goals, achievements, and simply fun adventures. It's important to see the human side in each of us. And our work-life balance is so important. 
I've heard so many say that it doesn't exist, but I beg to differ. And I feel that work-life balance exists as long as we're putting effort into making sure it does, right? We have to draw a line between work and family. So I've started a family. I've kept my career. I started a business. Um, I like to think that my son has never been in a spot where he felt I wasn't there as his mother. So kicking off the topics of episode one officially are about episode. So about me, about the business and what we do, both work and fun. I am an upstate girl. I was born and raised in New York. I started my career in design with a background in civil engineering. It made sense at the time to take a few urban planning projects. I did a lot of FEMA flood maps, but a few dry personalities along the way, I decided that really wasn't for me. So jump forward a few years and I found myself deep into construction management side of the world. I was working in semiconductor and pharmaceutical clean rooms. And we're definitely going to spend time talking about clean room experiences down the line in some of my future episodes. But keeping the career discussion moving, I worked across all different areas of pharmaceutical facilities, including aseptic manufacturing, formulation, growth promotion, laboratories, pack and label inspection. I worked with engineering new systems and fixing old ones, um, developing SOPs, technology transfer protocols, you know, looking at global standards and regulations, creating new standards developing efficiencies, processes, and organizational structures that bring success to each team. All right, there's a key point I want to highlight here. You know, I took the development of processes and strategies to my clients, and I use that as the foundation for the Mori Group. So I truly enjoy shaping the future and morphing and modeling organizations, departments, and teams into ideal operating structures. I like to take the early career learnings, the civil net construction, and mix it all together into this new business and operating structure, sprinkling in those regulatory standards and the work across structures, break down silos and create something efficient and succinct. You know, looking at building efficient teams, organizations, and creating new futures with them, it's probably a great time for me to introduce how I landed officially on the Mori Group. So the Mori Group LLC was founded in 2018. So a pre-pandemic company was intended to create an avenue of project services that extended beyond a traditional project management. And I came up with the name the Mori Group because of the Mori sisters of Greek mythology. Sometimes they're depicted as almost angelic. Other times, not so much. So I think my most distinct vision of the Mori sisters is from the original Clash of Titans movie. So watching those three haggish looking women passing around a single eye maybe isn't the most uh, motivational piece, but the story behind them is really what what drew me to this. So they didn't look like much, but they are the only ones in Greek mythology more powerful than Zeus. And the Mori sisters can spin the fate of anyone, including Zeus. Uh, they could start, spin, and cut those threads of life. And I used the concept of the Mori sisters, the spinners of fate, and decided that's what my company would do. My team will work with clients to spin their fate. I work in each of my projects to spin the fate, detail the nuances, build structures, and plan for success that you can follow and achieve for operational efficiencies, structure, and improvements for years to come. All right, so what do we like to do? Well, when it comes to business, we like to provide services that can be morphed into the needs of our clients. Instead of asking the client to carve their need out of one of our services, wait, but what does it actually mean? So our largest service is project management. But we do more than creating the project plan and track progress through completion. We do more than finances and schedule, and we do more than risk registers and mitigation planning. What we love to do is solve a problem through our project management services. 
So I still feel like this doesn't describe what we do. And I'm going to give you an example because examples, I guess, make the world go round. <laughs> Project management for a new department within an existing organization. We'll use that for today's example, right? The organization was already operational for several years. They had various departments, including R&D and quality. They had just expanded through manufacturing. What they didn't have were testing labs. It was a key piece that was missing and something that they'd been doing through vendors. But by offering project management and establish a new testing facility, it started as simple as, can you manage this project and help our facilities team build a new lab? And that evolved into department-wide initiatives, creating labs that enabled functionality for the scientists, integrated organizational standards from the existing company and developed all new processes to accommodate those emerging capabilities. So this included design review, requirement translations. And when I say requirement translations, think of a laboratory scientist and they're trying to tell a construction facilities representative what they want. These two people don't speak the same language. And so I helped work as the intermediary to translate those requirements and ensure that what the laboratory staff was looking for is what the facility staff was building and working through those construction design and all of the implementations. Right, so this evolved into digital integrations and new standard operations. So the SOPs, the digital footprint, and how data was transferred between teams, as well as vendors. Um, so this really set a new set of good practices for that organization as well, being that they were a R&D and GMP facility, and they were now integrating other GXPs, including clinical and laboratory. So we didn't just manage the scope given to us, we created a strategy um, and a plan around the needs of the organization and develop services that solve the problem at hand. So that's what we love to do best. We definitely offer plenty of other services and I could talk for days, but then I wouldn't have co-hosts to bring on for other episodes. So we'll save some of those for our co-hosts and we'll be able to go into more detail of the different services offered by the company and also answer questions that you send into us. So while you wait for the other episodes, again, reminder to go back to my website, themoreag.com, and you can do backslash services to learn about what we do. You can also check out our team page and see some of the great talent currently working for us. I guess next is what do I like to do? So I'm going to start with time and family because when not working, what's better than family? Our newest adventure is scuba diving. So my dad, my brother, and I were originally certified 22 years ago. My younger brother became certified into dives for a living. It was time for my son to hop in literally hop in and he joined us on the adventure. So since his certification, we've made a handful of dives, but we have so much more we can, can't wait to do in a checklist of places to go. But I think the best part about the dive is how non-repetitive it is and spending time with family. So yes, there are repetitive parts to the dive and we do always set up the gear in the same order, do our safety checks in the same order and descending is a very set strategy. But what's not the same as what we see? So every dive has been so different, even when in the same location, from three feet of visibility to 40 feet of visibility, low currents, high currents, tons of fish are nearly nothing. And the dreaded jellyfish, we see a lot of jellyfish. So it's an adventure and we can't wait to take on the next one. The ocean in general has always been an intrigue for me. I think most of my family loves the water. That's just kind of what we do. Um, and my favorite animal comes from the ocean. So it happens to be the octopus. 
I've got several of them throughout my office. I think I'm hitting five or six of them right now. I'll do an inventory for you. Um, but I do give my family a reprieve and I only keep the octopuses in my office. But our first floor is very ocean themed in a nice neutral way. And my son's room is all sharks and whales. So when we're not diving, we cook and eat a ton. We visit Disney too often and we love to do anything we can with family and friends. So we are a nonstop house and I wouldn't have it any other way. Our last dive uh, was the weekend of Thanksgiving, um, the U.S. Thanksgiving, and I got one hell of a Christmas card photo. It was one of the best things we've done to date. It was down in Key Largo, and it was our best dive. Um, the water was clear, and there were a ton of fish, and from an execution standpoint, we did great. Everything was technically correct, and the dive was easy. And bonus on top of that, we surfaced right next to the boat, and we weren't 300 meters from where we needed to be when we, when we came up. Well, I'm going to end today's episode and cheers to a wonderful and adventurous 2024 and welcome to our podcast. I'm wrapping today short and sweet, uh, enough to hopefully get you interested and in tuning in for the next one. So be sure to subscribe, join our newsletter and find me on LinkedIn until next time. Thank you for joining me. And this is the project execution blueprint.